0: In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My name is Father Matt, or Pastor Matt. I'm one of the rectors here at the table. It's the third Sunday after Pentecost, and we've got some good news, so hold on to your ears. The love of Christ, Paul says, controls us. I could just read that for 20 minutes. The word control is better, animates, and it's the, same, it's the same word that's used to describe people who are possessed by demons. The love of Christ possesses us, animates us. Because we have concluded this, one died for the sake of all, therefore all died. So then from this point on, we won't recognize people from human standards or according to the flesh. If anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away. New things have arrived. Today, we proclaim the good news. That love enables us to see new creation. See today in love that Christ died for all, so all have died. See today in love that all the old things in others and yourselves have passed away. Even if they or you cannot see it, let us learn to see everyone—you, me, all of it—in love. Why not? Why not see new creation today? Seven A. Selassie. Uh, is a well-known meditation teacher um, and a business consultant. Um, when she was three year old, three years old, her family uh, immigrated from Ethiopia to Washington, DC. Um, she's had an interesting life. She spent time uh, well, she's a three-time breast cancer survivor. She was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer at the age of 34. Um, she spent, uh, and it was after, right after she had spent time in a refugee camp in Guinea where, uh, where she was impressed by the resilience of those who'd suffered so incredibly. In a, in a, in a place where people had lost families and homes and jobs, they had, they had literally uh, nowhere to go. They were destitute, poverty, disease. There was an impeccable... Incredible resilience and hope these people had. She said she learned from these people that stress in life, suffering, isn't a mistake, but it's inevitable. Suffering isn't reserved for a few. It's, and so she learned then it isn't whether you suffer or whether you are stressed but it's how you see it and the story that frames it, that determines what stress and suffering ultimately mean and do to you. So she gets cancer. And she said she spent months thinking, why me? Why me? Why? I'm 34. Why me? And one morning as she was going through chemo, the refugees came back to her, and she tried a new thought on the refugees and the resilience and their hope. She just tried the thought on, why not me? Suffering and pain is a part of life. Many have suffered way more than me. Maybe if I'm willing to face and befriend this suffering, it won't. Kill me. Sebane or Seb, I, uh, I want to contend to you, decided not to live by sight, but by faith. To regard cancer from another, not from a human point of view. To draw strength from the Guinea refugees who had set their sights not on things seen, but on things unseen. Today, we proclaim the good news that that love enables us to do this, to see new creation. See today in love that Christ died for all, so all have died. See today in love that all old things and others and you and me have passed away. Let us learn to see everyone in love. Why not new creation. today we see the scriptures in Ezekiel and in the gospel reading and in Paul, this theme of reframing reality in a new way. Ezekiel 17 is a chapter that begins with an allegory of two eagles and a vine. And essentially, Ezekiel 13 is um, written, it's it's a fable to show the futility of Israel's reliance on foreign powers. So the first eagles, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, went to Jerusalem. And although he took the highest branch of the cedar, Meaning he took the king's nobles into captivity, yet he left the seed of the land. He left a seed in the land or a remnant. So Nebuchadnezzar takes the highest branch, takes everybody into exile, but there's a remnant left. Then the remnant in turn appealed to another eagle, which was Egypt. This is verse seven, which is, and this description refers to Zedekiah's vain attempt to get military assistance from Egypt, and the alliance forced Nebuchadnezzar to return later and to Jerusalem and destroy it. So then our verses 22 through 24 today that Katie read is God declaring that he will do what Babylon and Egypt couldn't do. God will plant Israel safely. Israel will become a tree that will house all kinds of birds, which are the nations, and the mighty trees will be brought down, Babylon, Egypt. Ezekiel sees a reality that doesn't yet exist. He sees it with faith. In hope. Ezekiel invites us to see exiled, destroyed Jerusalem, and Israel by faith and hope. Mark 4, Jesus tells of his kingdom that grows while the farmer is sleeping and unaware of how the kingdom grows. He compares it to a mustard seed too, which is tiny when planted, but becomes a huge vegetable bush, basically a vegetable plant. Again, the realities of God are out of sight but assured, hidden, but real, and seen by faith. Likewise, in 2 Corinthians, Paul tells us that love changes how we see. Paul is dealing with uh, a church in Corinth that is impressed by other impressive people, people who are attractive and strong and have good hygiene and are eloquent, and are gifted, and persuasive, and powerful. They do have good hygiene, Miranda. And Paul is contending with the Corinthians that you're so impressed by these people, but you're looking at them from a, from a human perspective. And so he's, he's contending for his own authority in the church, but he's calling everyone to regard people through the love that animates new creation. We now see people in light of new creation, and Paul talks about two things, really, that are connected: that all have died in Christ's death, and that their old is gone. The first part of this, which is uh, I think challenging for many of us who grew up in the church, because we don't sometimes we hear other stories that don't line up with this one, but Paul. Literally says Christ died for all and all died. That word all is not a synonym for some, or the elect, or the few, or just Christians. All died. He died. All died. All died because he died. What does this change about how we see those who, quote, don't know Christ? Well, to regard people with a love point of view means that we see them as in Christ. We see them as the reality that they don't fully see yet. We look at the mustard seed, and we see the bush. We look at the seed in the ground, and we see the harvest. We look at the Jerusalem destroyed, and we see a mighty cedar with all kinds of birds in the nest. Some know it, some don't, but they're dead in Christ's death. This is how we see and love, friends. Today, we proclaim the good news. That love enables us to see new creation, even when people don't know it. See today, in love, that Christ has died so all are dead. See today, in love, that all the old things, in them and in you and me, have passed away, even if we cannot see it or experience it yet. Let us learn to see everyone, all of it, in love. Or, why not new creation? Why not? So, we are called to look at others in love. To look at them and their life and their circumstances and each other in love from the end, maybe we could say. Some of our favorite movies do this. Y'all, I'm I'm, I'm not going to spoil any movies here, but if you haven't seen these movies by now, it's really not my fault. (laughs) <laughs> like the, you know, these, we love these kind of movies. The Sixth Sense. Remember that movie? Or Unusual Suspects? Or um, Inception? We watch these movies, and then we get to the end, and we're like, what? And then we go back and watch the movie again, because we want to watch the movie from the end's perspective, because it changes how we understand everything that happens. Without the end in mind... We don't know what's going on. But with the end in mind, we're like, oh, that's what's going on. Oh, that's what's going on. Oh, that's what's going on. This is how God sees in love. This is how we're invited to look at others in love. These old things that have passed away, these are the things in us and others that keep us apart from acknowledging we have died in Christ. These these are the things that no longer do good work for us or matter or are part of the old order of things. Let me give you some examples of what this means. Friends, I want to contend and commend, (laughs) contend for and commend to you that we cannot learn to see others in love unless we learn to see ourselves that way. Learning to see ourselves that way, and then learning to see each other that way. I've um, I've kind of always known I've had ADHD like my whole life. Um, I could tell you little stories about it, uh, and I just I just medicated with uh, street Ritalin, which is coffee, and um, and and recently. Uh, I I had this conviction, a few convictions. The first of all is that I don't take care of myself very well by not acknowledging that this neural divergency is a real thing in my life. It doesn't go away if I don't tend to it and face it. If I just continually feel bad and guilty and shameful about all the ways it interrupts the, the notions I have about who I should be, then I'm just I'm just implicitly giving myself over to the old things. And I'm implicitly just saying, why me, why me, why me? So recently, like super recently, I decided to read a book about ADHD. Because 45 is not too early to start caring for yourself. And then I, I got on some medication which the first round of medication didn't go so well. I had goosebumps uh, 24-7. I couldn't pee. It was awful. Um, I mean, there's more, there's, there's, there's more symptoms, but you don't need to hear about that. Part of, part of learning to see myself in love is to say you can care for yourself in this neurodivergency. You can learn about it. You can bring some compassion to it. And you can embrace it. Because it is. It just is. Um, friends, where where are you being invited to see yourself in love today? From the end of the story, in new creation, that you have died, along with everybody else. And you're in Christ. I've had some conversations with some of y'all um uh, I think the pandemic hasn't created new things for us, but the pandemic has brought things out of us that are just lying in there, are dormant. Um, And the amount of like emotional and mental stress, right? Trauma comes online for us, loneliness, depression, anxiety, anxiety. Is God inviting you to see yourself in love today? (laughs) Not to spiritually bypass it. Nope, new creation. I can't be anxious. Trauma doesn't exist. No, of course I'm anxious. Mm. God, be here with me in this. Face it. Face it. How do we then take this love of ourselves that reckons with reality and, and move out in mission in the world to see others in love as though they have died? We learn to proclaim the good we see even when others can't see it. Maybe we take a break, just just a break, just like, I don't know, 30 seconds. Take a break from critiquing and haranguing Everything that's wrong with people who don't know they've died in Christ, and begin to name for them the ways that God is already present and at work in their lives, and affirm the good in love. See them in love, even if they can't see themselves like that. Maybe we learn to oppose the wrong or the bad, not by um, not with fists and guns, but maybe um, taking whatever. Privilege and power and position and pennies and any other P word you could think of that we have on our side and and using that to lay down our lives for others. To believe all things and hope all things and endure all things for the sake of those who are suffering injustice, who are suffering wrong, who are perpetuating wrong love maybe maybe love could in this in this way of seeing other people in love maybe we we decide to store up in our body what is lacking in the cross of Christ for someone else even if they're doing wrong because today friends we proclaim the good news that love enables us to see new creation without love we can't see new creation today see in love that Christ died for all so all have died. Why not? <laughs> see today in love that all the old things and others and you have passed away, even if we can't see it or they can't see it. Why why not? Why not? Let us learn to see everyone. You, me, and Bobby McGee. In love why not new creation? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.